watching the multiverse. This is Chris. This is Crystal. And we are back. Again, I want to actually apologize for last week. Had a lot of things going on personally, and things just kind of went down to pooper. But we're going to get everything back on track. Everything's going to be great, and things will be magical. Yes, our Earth One unfortunately sucks. <laughs> things go on. It's the adult first, maybe we could call it. No, no, it's definitely our Earth One because you know what? Real life happens, so it does, it does. And it's and it's a two person operation here. It's me, it's Crystal, and I mean we get Casey's help over at GWW, so I mean that helps out. But he can't do anything without our input, so <laughs> But just as well, just to say that we do have to thank Casey over at Geeks Worldwide for helping putting the show out on their network. We are greatly appreciative, and I mean, unless and putting up are, with us <laughs> and putting up with us, yes. And unless there's people listening to it twice or something, they're helping our listenership. So we would love to hear from you, whether you're hearing us from our Twitter feeds and picking up the episode that way, or if you're hearing us from Geeks Worldwide, we'd love to hear you. We've had a couple of people actually like a couple of the episodes, at least that I can see on our end. We have had recently someone, and of course this is I'm looking at SoundCloud, Valerie Stokes, like our Gotham premiere episode. And (laughs) during the next episode, week four's episode, Apparently, somebody that goes by the name The Fuck Should I Know Podcast. <laughs> I like I that name. Actually, just because I like the name, I might actually have to listen to that and find out what the hell that is. I'm pretty intrigued. I'm pretty intrigued by that but name. Th- but, you know, thank you. Thank you for liking the shows. Tell others, please. We would love to. He- and we would love to hear. If you guys are hearing us now, mention your names. Let us know. Share us. Talk to us. Email us. Well, direct message us, I should say. We're working on the email thing. But... You're not here to just listen to us rant and rave about our personal lives. You came here for the TV shows. We're going to hit it off now. Supergirl. Okay, I'm just going to say this right now. This is episode two of the DC seasons. Welcome to Slowsville. Population, all of them. (laughs) I thought we were on episode three. No, this is only episode two. Remember, oh, that the, the whole, our little delay in the episode kind of made it feel like it was a lot longer. But nope, it's episode two. Triggers. And honestly, I'm going to just kind of gloss over the major points and hit you up with the really big thing that I really caught. You're seeing a powerful metahuman popping around Robin Banks. It looks like everybody's just kind of cowering when you're watching these videos. And apparently this person who later is known to, uh, known as Psy, is imparting the deepest fears of a person into them. And it even freaking hits Kara. You know, Supergirl pops in, Psy blasts her, and you do get this little image of seeing Kara basically seeing, I think it's almost like an image of herself taking off from Krypton and then actually getting pulled back into Krypton exploding or dying and it kind of screwed her up and she felt like that like, she was to blame about Manel that he she sent him off the planet and he's dead but we don't know that who knows that god think about what if just saying what if he comes back eventually as like some kind of super villain or something like that or something that just screws her up i don't know but i know i know crystal you're just like damn i'm not sad not listening to this <laughs> i'm like i pretty much stopped watching it before it ended last season. I got sucked into Gotham, but I also lost interest. Yeah. 
I, I know. basically was in it for Martian Manhunter at that point. <laughs> That's true. Uh, we see that Lena actually wants to take more action into running Cat Co. personally. Basically, kind of creating some friction with James and Kara. Of course, trying to keep the personal relationship of being friends separate from the working relationship, separate from the James already knows I'm, a, I'm Supergirl, but you don't, and I'm not letting you know that, so... You know, her having to run off is always just kind of weird. And then that woman, um, Samantha, the one with the daughter from last week, she's purposely trying to get herself into danger to see if her mom really has superpowers. And again, this is who I'm thinking is going to end up to be Rain come later in the season. But overall, it was a pretty slow episode, in my opinion. The only major redeeming factors are two things. Well, okay, really one, but I'm just not remembering. Apparently... Uh, Alex and Maggie, there's going to be no children with them. Eh. Well. <laughs> and that John, is that, you know, your boy, Martian Manhunter, sitting at the bar, gets a, a telepathic summons from Morgan. Okay, see, I would watch it just for that, just maybe next episode, just to see what's going down with that. Yep. And basically, she said, you need to come back to Mars. Okay, I'm watching the next episode, then. Boom. So, episode three, Far From the Tree. Maggie re- reaches out to her estranged father... When Eliza throws her and Alex a wedding shower while Supergirl joins John on a personal mission, which we know. Wait, they're is getting tomorrow. married now? Maggie and Alex? Yeah. I thought yeah. They, I thought that we had read that she wasn't really gonna be on there hardly anymore. Well, she's not really gonna be on there much longer. It could be just still a couple episodes or whatnot, but yeah. Apparently they're getting married. <laughs> okay. But yes. Supergirl joins John on a personal mission to Mars. Okay, yep, I'm watching that. Yeah, so get aboard on that one. Mm-hmm. So, again, like I said, kind of lax, kind of just meh. But anywho, now we go from superpowered aliens to mutants. <laughs> the mutants. Nine o'clock, Monday night, The Gifted. Episode three, Exodus, which... Got pretty heated, pretty hot. I mean, we're seeing that Reed, Papa Strucker, is trying to help get his kids and try to reunite the family. But, of course, he's trying to make a deal with my boy, Agent Turner. Man, he's a dickhead. Yeah. Although, I did... So, yeah, you're seeing that whole bit there. But then we're also seeing Thunderbird trying to get Blink to stretch her powers or try to get one try to get control of her powers again and two try to stretch her powers especially at the end of the episode holy crap when i yes, finally saw but then we saw dreamer put a memory in her head so that's gonna go all kinds of freaking crazy oh that's gonna go si- that's gonna go sideways six ways from yeah, because, sunday yeah because dreamer's gonna be jealous because it was her memory mm-hmm. and not oh. to mention that look that she was given that blink was given him and it's just like oh you no no you just caused your own issue but then again i do see the merit of that that really she did need that little extra oomph to get that way to be able to i I know she did to save everybody but at the same time it like he said it's good fuck shit up bad yeah that's gonna really screw some stuff up Uh, we saw that the bartender does help out the mutant underground i loved i did i gotta say i loved the very first scene where you're seeing like a few years ago and you see the whole bit where polaris and eclipse are really kind of getting together for the first time and she's like Uh what 
It created the, uh, I can never pronounce it, Aurora, Aurora Borealis. Borealis, yeah. That yeah. was like so cute. <laughs> mm -hmm. I did like that the makes fact. Me wonder about their baby, like what kind of powers that baby's going to have. Because when those two connected like that. That was pretty sweet, yeah. Yeah, it makes me wonder about the babies. Like it makes me wonder what kind of powers that baby's going to have. Because when you saw those two do that together, that was the first thing that popped in my head. And also, mm -hmm. like I said on last episode, when you saw her in the jail, she can't use her powers with that collar. But suddenly, when somebody started kicking her in the stomach, those powers came out. And then she used them again with the door to take yeah. the door off this week. Oh, damn. Yeah, she did. But then she did end up all kind of just having to crawl out and a little... Not, but, not doing but, them too well. But still, I, she shouldn't be able to use them at all. None of them in there can't. So I'm wondering if it's her baby. That's true. That could be. But I mean, it was a pretty sweet episode. Okay, what do you, you got to tell me, what do you feel it was a little chintzy or actually kind of nice to see the whole thing right near the beginning when she's like, do you understand, do you wonder why I wear steel toed boots and metal bracelets? And he's all like, you know, poor, <laughs> poor. <laughs> I love poor that. I, I love that because it was like her showing him to embrace it and have fun with it. And him, mm -hmm. because he was, he hated having his abilities and she was showing him that there's a bright side to it. That's what I took from it. Exactly. And I'm just saying, seriously, she needs to get that shit going again and then freaking, oh, I want to see flying. I want to see her fucking flying around like Magneto, motherfucker. I know. Well, when she did that stance and everything, all I could see was Magneto. <laughs> I know, but she, but she looked graceful doing it because she kind of had that little pirouette going on and all that. I like that. I was, my favorite thing about this episode episode though with Stephen Moyer and his, how he had been like a mutant oppressor pretty much all his life a prosecutor and then all of a sudden him living with those mutant undergrounders and ha rationing food and seeing that they actually were helping him even though they didn't know him like trying to give him things and do things like that and how they cared about each other like that he yeah. saw they weren't bad and he's like he was about to get them caught and he said fuck this and jumped out of the van he's like they're tracking me they're tracking me he sacrificed that himself for them because he realized this isn't what it they say it is exactly that was pretty damn good i like that a lot honestly that wasn't even just like something for mutants that was just something for life in general people think something about people in general and then they find out you know, live live on the other side of the fence, so to speak. And it was just it was it's so it was so viscerally real and all that. I like that because the, the previous episode, the wife had to see it. You know how the mutants were actually treated, mm -hmm. and now he's seeing it exactly. And I just think that's a perfect build up for this show. Yeah, I think so too. So that could be a nice like you, like you just said a nice build up. Maybe he's able to see more that comes out. I do have to say, throw out one extra thing. That I really, really, I, I want to get, I would love to get a hold of one of them or both of them or found, find out if they actually do this. I mean, figure there's the phone scene when Agent Turner is talking to that scientist guy. And the thing is, I remember, of course, seeing the two of them in burn notice. And that's Jesse versus Simon and the two of them talking together. I'm thinking it, if those two actually would have talked or been in the scene at the same time talking to each other. <laughs> I would have been curious to say, it's like, okay, after this animosity, you would have had this, this character in the past. I mean, did any of that come back when you saw him for the first time? Have you two seen each other for the first time? Did you guys like shake hands? Did you want to like smack each other? I, I'd be very curious about that because when you're invested in a show like that, and Simon was a huge character back in Burn Notice. Oh, yeah. I just, I just wonder because I could, I saw that and I'm like, oh my God, my nerd heart is kind of like, I wish I could talk to one of the two of them. Maybe. <laughs> I love 
I personally like Deadwood is what I would be fangirling over. I missed that show. Oh, there you go. So now, which I want to know what this mutant DNA thing is. I mean, could it be Magneto? But he said siblings. Yeah, I wondered that, unless you know, unless it's unless, like I mean, unless he's talking about Thunderbird's sibling is the tracker, the other tracker. Uh, oh, criminally, we just mentioned him last week. Oh, the one that you thought Thunderbird was is actually oh Thunderbird. oh um Warpath. Warpath is Thunderbird's brother. Possibly. I looked it up. I was like, oh, shit. But there's other, um, there was another, like, if, I have no idea. There's just so many possibilities there. Like, I, we don't know who the two kids are, technically. Yeah, we I'm don't just, know. We don't know if they're made up or not. Like, I just, I actually just looked this up. Eclipse was completely made up. kind of made to resemble Havoc in a way. In my opinion, which kind of is actually but, her real boyfriend. Yeah, kind of. But then again, officially, he, according to the Wikipedia page, which could be completely false, although he was no, created for the show, wasn't he? Completely, actually. It was there's. It's a Hollywood Reporter article from October the fourth. It's actually stating that the character was created for the series, but takes inspiration from the comic characters such as Sunspot and Wolverine. Wolverine? I don't know about Wolverine. I'm not sure about. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know, but I don't know if we haven't seen everything he does. But I mean, maybe maybe with the lonerish kind of thing. But we're, I'm gonna have to look up on the Sunspot because I'm thinking that could very well be it. Because I see. Well, yes, he has that comparable. But well, yeah, well, abilities. That I'm just looking at real fast. Superhuman strength, flight, solar absorption, and rechanneling. Yeah, yeah, see, I guess we'll have to find out. But there's eh. uh, there's just so many aspects of the show that I really love that you can compare to the mutants. They're always on the outside, and they're you know just trying to fit in. Mm -hmm. Some people will embrace them, some people won't. You know, it's just that part alone is always what I... When I was a kid, that's what I liked about X-Men. I testify stopped, i stopped liking x-men as i got older because i just got annoyed there was way too many of them they kept making new ones and then recently i decided to you know check them out again and people got me back into it aka you my dad <laughs> like that mostly your but, dad not so much me though but uh well plus i loved the comic old man logan and decided to go watch logan because of course hello you needed a good cry that month <laughs> <laughs> so then I just decided to go get back into it and I'm glad I did because now we got mutants everywhere runaways is coming um this is solidly out there we've got dark phoenix coming out the theaters here soon I'm not real excited about that one I'm so over Jean Grey she's gonna come back to life like what 65 times she's back in the uh, comics again how about Deadpool 2 yeah that one looks yeah I'll be excited for that one Cable looks pretty wicked yeah Josh Brolin seriously I mean, he's Thanos and Cable. Like, who else could do that? That's a discussion for another time. <laughs> okay, anyways, so we So we got, got episode, episode four, Exit Strategy. The mutants devise a plan to take down Sentinel services. What? Yeah. Eclipse looks to an old friend to obtain information. Maybe the bartender. Possibly. Lauren and Andy attempt to combine their powers to help the group. What? Oh, shit. They oh, probably crap. can because they're uh, siblings. Maybe. Oh my god, think about that. Even though their powers were similar, what if you had Havoc and Cyclops actually combined together? Oh shit. Yeah, talk about well think about it. Just put them up, you know, just put them up in the air, let both of them fire off their powers, you just get like a three hundred and sixty degree zapping of everything. That'd be insane. Boom. They could definitely get through that jail. <laughs> oh, 
Well, they'd probably cut the damn jail in half. Like, well, you could cut the ceiling off. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Don't remind me of that one. I'm. That's making me think. You know what that's making me think of. Yeah. All right. So, so then we have Flash episode two. Yes, Flash episode two. You wanna you wanna start so we with? Could, we could basically say Barry's still all screwed up and acting weird and doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. I gotta stop you right there, real fast. Come on, start of the episode, pulling off the risky business and intro. <laughs> yeah, like what the hell was that? It was cute, but it was cute. Yes, it was a little weird though. He's still acting weird. I didn't see Barry again till the end, and he kind of seemed a little logical and like acted a little bit more Barry. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm telling you, I, people make fun of me, and then a couple others agreed. Like I still see a lot of Bart Allen there, but you know, then they're like, "But he'd be banging his grandma." And I'm like, "How do we know they're banging? Why else do we? Why else do you think they went to couples therapy?" Yeah, I'm still thinking there's some shit going on there. I am not going to back down from that. I know he picked yet. up different elements of that speed force. And how do we know it's not other speedsters? What do we know? We don't know anything. It's like he's, I don't not know how yet. to describe it. But basically yeah. the whole episode is him not being Barry, being all awkward, couples therapy. And don't forget the bad guy. Oh, oh yeah. When he stopped that bullet though, I mean, that was pretty badass. Or not the bullet, the bomb. Oh, the, the grenade. grenade. When he took that thing apart, like the Matrix style. <laughs> Yeah, that was showing off some serious, excessive speed from yeah, him. Yeah, he has never been that fast. And no. he did it, like, split second. Seriously, yeah. I mean, he... I mean, what, that last fragment was barely getting there? And that was probably what going off at... I don't know how fast shards from a grenade go off, but probably at least 200 feet per second. Yeah, and like they, like Caitlin said in the first episode, it's weird that he came back four, five times stronger than any human or than he's ever been, period. Five so, times healthier. Yeah, healthier, stronger, everything. Uh, what about the whole gypsy? Uh, the gypsy, <laughs> gypsy, gypsy Cisco date. You mean like the sexiest woman on earth? Oh, you mean gypsy. Okay. Keep it in yeah. your panties, please. Oh, <laughs> she. <laughs> Yeah, she finally admits she finally got all lovey-dovey, and I was like, I love her even more because she's like not being thugged right now. And they, mm-hmm. she said it was what one 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 day. Yep, one one one. Yeah, that was cute. And cute, yeah, yeah, he kept putting off the date, and then he thought she wasn't mad. Caitlin's like, oh, you poor thing. <laughs> you are. She is so pissed off right now. You don't get it. It's like you're so deleted, bruh. Yeah, but that that hacker guy was the villain. What what did they call him? His name was Ramsey Deacon, but just went by Deacon. So okay. they just used his name. He but, was anything electronical he could hack, and he hacked Barry's fucking suit. Oh my god! Seriously, yeah, <laughs> that was pretty great. Especially the fa- it's especially the blow up water landing suit, aka the fat suit. Well, then he did the the device the self-destruct one and they're like why would you put that in there and it made sense though because how many times has barry turned bad or somebody else got the st- you know what i mean <laughs> mm-hmm. that's true so yeah what but about this whole fr- what about this whole freaking realization at the end that the guy wasn't in the only one he's not he well he, yeah he's not the he's not the only one but he was also not in central city with the particle accelerator blew up yep so we're starting. We're gonna see some shit. It's like, was there another particle accelerator somewhere else? Is this somebody doing this to people? Ugh. I think Thorin's involved again. I think we're gonna see him. I just feel like that's got him written all over it. I don't know why. 
Why? I'm not going to disagree with you. I definitely think I definitely think we're going to see Eobard Thawn show back up again Thorn. one way. Did I, call, did I call him Thorn? Yeah, you called him Thorn. It's okay. <laughs> I met Thawn. Hey, least... you think I would know the name? I'm just going to say one thing: peasants are pheasants, and pheasants are peasants. Well, we also have, uh, <laughs> as we saw promo photos, there was Wells as Reverse Flash. So yeah, we are seeing some people have put up, and uh, we saw that weird Captain Cold suit. So there's some really weird shit going on with that Parko Accelerator. Yes, there's some shit still going on with that. But I don't even care because I see Captain Cold. So whatever, Reverse Flash, Captain Cold. We saw some weird suit on Captain Cold. There's something going down. I don't know if that was the crossover episode. Was that the crossover episode? I don't know. The pictures, because I, I thought I saw Arrow too. I have not been looking at a lot of the set pictures or anything like that. That's only good. That's going to be everybody's episode eight. We're on episode three this week. I'm trying not to spoil myself for. Th- oh well, as- anyway, um, I I feel like that's got Thawne written all over it. Look I at that! Know. She's cutting me off, people. Damn. Well, I was trying to. <laughs> I figured we were going to cut that out because I spoiled it. <laughs> all right, but then this week, luck be a lady. I like the name of the episode and the. Preview trailer looked pretty funny with Barry running out on the road and there's just like these, I don't know, ball bearings, marbles, whatever. And he's like flip trips on them or whatnot. (laughs) Official synopsis, a new meta called Hazard causes bad luck for Barry and the team. While Harry Wells returns to Earth One with a message for Wally from Jesse. Oh, Oh, shit. This could be girlfriend versus (laughs) ex-girlfriend. Oh, 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 here's the thing, though. Isn't Havoc Barry's ex-girlfriend? I don't know. I think this is going to be ex- uh, exes all around this week. Oh, boy. Exes all around. <laughs> this could get awkward. This could get real awkward this week. This could get seriously awkward. So we're going to have to keep an ear out for that. But that that could be a good, you know, interesting episode. Hey, we're getting closer and closer every day to the crossover, which is always going to be fun. I can't wait for that. All right. So we go right from 8 o'clock right to 9 o'clock. Legends of Tomorrow. Are you still feeling good about this now? It was pretty interesting. Well, I mean, I still mean, feeling good about enjoying the show still. Oh, yeah. I still like the show. It's very All right. It's a little different than, you know, last season, but it, we're only in episode two, so. Yeah. And much different than season one, too. Yeah. They got, like, this whole side thing going on with, like, some weird FBI-type agency, so that's a little weird, but... The Time Bureau. We still got Mick being Mick, which is... You know, Mick ended up being my favorite character, go figure, because he's just, like, Captain Cold. Mick's a little funny, yeah. I love him. He's just like, look, I'm here to drink beer and and smack the shit out of people and fix time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so we get the legends. We get the legends getting that piece of time bureau tech that ha- helps them track the strength of the anachronisms, and they go find a level one in 1870. P.T. Barnum's Roving Circus, played, and it's P.T.'s played by Billy Zane. Billy motherfucking Zane. I, I love was like, that. What? <laughs> yes, Billy motherfucking Zane. I love that guy. Even that little little remembered. Not greatly done, but I still love it. Motherfucking superhero movie he did before, The Phantom. Oh, yeah. Uh, I respect uh, me some Billy Zane. Got, you know, his best movie, I don't care, was Demon Knight. Uh, that, that's, an, that's a discussion for another podcast. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, he, I, I loved it. He rocked it. Mm-hmm. Poor, drunk, poor Drunk Steel. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, of course, 
Of course, they go and get a Maya because they figure out that the anachronism is a saber-toothed tiger showing up in 1870. Oh my god, Lily Strunk, was so cute. He was, just like, meow. And they made him huge, which was, yeah, they made him huge. That was a mistake. Or Ray's, Ray's Shrink Ray. Yeah, he screwed that one up really bad. He screwed that. I kind of guessed when they said, when Ray said that it only would have a 24-hour timer and then re-enlarge. I'm like, right. oh, this is going to cause some shit. <laughs> but they hit him with it in the cage and he blew up instead of shrunk. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. But then I love you the, get... hu- like the humor in the show, but it, you know, at the same time, it, the rest of it. Right. I mean, you see a little more about the whole thing with that happened with Amaya and Steel. Well, yeah, they. she explained it to him, though, that she didn't want to leave. She had to. Ugh, too much. And she yeah. still loved him. I was like, oh, the feels. He's out there getting drunk and... <laughs> Yeah, he Never. thinks that he, he thinks that he she left him just to leave him, but then we see the whole thing about you know, her granddaughter and like oh, everything. Being vixen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you saw that. That I thought that was actually pretty nice, and it was good to see. You see the the t- time bureau is trying to help, but then it, that uh, that bitch got it out for Canary. She got it out for for Sarah. She's. But that that fight that fight scene that was actually pretty, those kind of fight scenes were pretty epic and they were pretty much evenly matched. And it's like yeah, but what was weird about it in episode one, she didn't seem like she could fight. Remember, she got captured and Canary had to save her. Uh, so I was like, where did she come from? Suddenly being able to be a ninja? Uh, who knows? <laughs> it's like okay, I'm tired. You want a water? Yeah, and then I know, they're, that was si- funny. they're just sitting in their dining room area or whatnot, just chilling, drinking water. They just realized they were both bitches who there was no reason to keep fighting. Two badass bitches. Exactly. <laughs> they're like, we're just bitches who want to fight, and there's just no reason for it anymore. It's not going to solve anything. Let's Although just at the, <laughs> yeah, let's just drink and get back get back to it. Although we do learn something interesting. We learn we see at the very end tail scene that somebody gets brought out of the water or something like that. I didn't remember catching that name, but apparently Rip thinks that the legends can help them against a threat named Malus. M-A-L-L-U-S. Yes, the only reason I know that specifically is because I watch shows with subtitling on. Sumi. Uh. So we, I'm thinking that's going to be the name of the big bad we're going to have to deal with either the four legends specifically, or maybe that's going to crop up and become an issue during the crossover. It might, might be why we see other, yeah, it might be. Maybe. But then we get episode three, Zarya. The legends try to protect an outlaw named Zari in order to capture a rogue time traveler. That's it. That's it. That's all you get for a description there. Someone went rogue. Someone went rogue in a big way, and it's not rogue. So that was a Tuesday. That was a decent Tuesday. Like I said, just you know, it's. I think it's just very small start points. Little, eh, 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 we're getting ourselves there. Then Wednesday, I got stuck watching Riverdale, but we're <laughs> we don't talk about that one. Yeah, that, that's that superhero. That's that might, that might be comic, but it's that superhero. It's comics. Yep. Yeah, it, but we'll be talking Walking Dead after on next week, which is still comics. So, nah. <laughs> All right. Then we get into Crystal going balls deep on Gotham. Yeah, I'm loving it. And it's, you know, it's subtitled Dark Knight still. So, yep. A Dark Knight up the Blades Path was this past week's episode. <sighs> Why don't you regale us? Was it... Okay, first off, was it or was it not indeed Solomon Grundy? Uh, Grundy, when we got Grundy, I was like, oh, 
we're getting a Legion of Doom character. Like, I've got to see so many in the past couple seasons that I'm just in love. Plus, it's Butch. Butch, I always loved Butch. Even though he's not really Butch anymore, it was just great. And he come out, and he, you know, doesn't know what's going on. He's afraid of fire and what, and, you know. And then he just starts, he beat those guys up, and that song's on. And it's Solomon Grundy, <laughs> on a, oh. born on a Monday. So... And he thinks that's his name. And I was like, yes, this is perfect. It's just perfect. And he took some clothes and put them on. It looks just like Solomon Grundy. Oh, damn. So he did. So that did actually make an appearance. Okay. What else do we get from this episode, Miss? Well, he meets up with a screwed up Riddler who was trying to basically hold a pharmacist captive looking for pills that will make him smart again. Riddler is completely like he's not Riddler at all. He's not even uh, who he was before Riddler. He's nobody. He's kind of a neutral. Yeah, he's just dumb. He's dumb, basically. I mean, he's, I wouldn't say dumb because he does this and the pharmacist, while he's looking for the pill, the pharmacist gives him the name of a pill and the pharmacist gets a hold of his gun. He's like, this is a fake gun. Are you kidding me? And he calls the cops, kind of smacks Riddler. Riddler, he goes, no, those are sugar pills. Nothing's going to make you smart. Riddler gets away. And meets up with none other than Solomon Grundy. Well, he looks at him and he's like, Butch, I swear to God, it's not my fault. You know, he still thinks he's Butch. And he's like, what the hell happened to you? Anyway, they kind of team up. And he saves Solomon Grundy by putting water on him when he's on fire. Hmm. And Solomon Grundy goes, see, you're not dumb. You know, you know in his voice, do you know dumb. <laughs> <laughs> he knew because he knew how to put fire out with water. And uh, Riddler gets all excited. And he's like, I guess I'm not dumb. So then... Solomon Grundy and Riddler are like, Riddler's been, become like the comic relief, basically. But they become, those two together are freaking gold. <laughs> they are. I mean, it, it, it was almost the best part of this whole episode was those two together. That's good. So that Solomon Grundy is basically building up Riddler's confidence, which is like the craziest thing you would ever think you'd hear. <laughs> uh, but pretty, he, they I, team up and Riddler figures out that he can use Grundy as a fighter in like underground boxing clubs and then you see Gordon's ex is the doctor in there oh geez so she's gonna come back and we also see little miss <laughs> what's the gangster's last name Falcone Sophia Falcone. Falcone well she is still trying to manipulate penguin and you see it's working she she goes as far as to get his mother's recipe for goulash and uh he tastes it at the restaurant and he gets all emotional and then she comes to his house and he she starts like rubbing his feet and uh humming to him and stuff so basically basically she's becoming kind of like what the riddler was to him and he's falling for shit again the riddler wasn't manipulating him or whatever but she is like he falls for shit he just needs loved so bad He's either going to get a mummy complex with her or fall in love with her like he did Riddler. Oh We're going to see where that one goes. But then enter Bruce Wayne, Dark Knight, Ray al Ghul, ends up manipulating him. He sneaks out at night yet again from Alfred. Goes, they, they realize he's missing and they go after him. He's in the jail with Ray al Ghul. Ray al Ghul gets him in a tunnel underneath the jail. And Ray al Ghul tells him, the reason I wanted you and this knife is because you're my successor. And... Only you can kill me with it. I'm suffering. And he showed him his real self. He's basically this rotting mummy looking thing because what? he's so old. Yeah. Bruce ends up taking the knife and killing him because he tells him he's going to, if you don't kill me, this will drag out forever and I will kill everything and everyone that you ever love. Your children, your children's children. So Bruce kills him. What? He took, yeah. He took the dark path. 
Oh, so, boy. Okay, as, as a big fan of Raish, what did that make you feel? I was, well, here's the thing. Raish did something to Barbara and gave, like, touched her and gave her some great power. So I don't know what the hell's going on with that. Like, she's going to take over, like, as his part or something. But I was just like, what the fuck? Could have killed him already? I mm. don't know what's going to happen with that because he turned to dust. Well, not dust, just into this, like, sucked up mummy looking thing. I, I don't, like, totally dehydrated, half skeleton looking thing, but. I got you there. I don't know why they would kill him off. But probably because, again, they're going to use Barbara as something. And you were worried about that. Yeah, I don't know if she's going to be kind of like the Talia or... I oh, don't know. oh, like the Nolan Talia ghoul? Yeah, but I mean, she's a lot older than Bruce, so it's not going to be anything like sexual or anything, but... Thank God for that. <clears throat> yeah. So he, you know, he's talking to Alfred at the very end, and he's like, I, I had to, I chose a dark path, and it's going to take me a while to get out of it. And he said, yeah, it will, but you'll get back. Uh, Good old he well. actually said, I'm not not the hero this city deserves. <laughs> oh, jeez. I was like, ah. <laughs> well, let them heartstrings, brother. I know, but the words came out of his mouth. <laughs> uh, so that leads into the next episode, A Dark Night, Hog Day Afternoon. What the hell? Gordon, <laughs> yep. Gordon and Bullock pursue a serial killer who's assassinating cops and dressing them in pig heads. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, that's kind of just crazy. Creepy crazy. Yeah, uh, I don't but know. But that, that's in store for you for Thursday. <laughs> All right, last, but certainly not least. It was the least. What? I'm sorry. Are we are we hearing a turn? Are you, are you turn coding on me now? I decide, I was all in, and then suddenly, once those two Black Bolt and her got together, it was like, what the hell? Everything de-escalated. It just stopped. They mm. did, they became snooty all over again. It just was boring the shit out of me. I stopped oh. halfway through the episode. Don't ask me why. I just suddenly didn't like it anymore. <laughs> okay. Well, so yes, we're talking about Inhumans. We've got episode number five, Something Inhuman This Way Comes. It wasn't too bad, honestly. Okay, so we see the little aftermath after uh, the one partner killed the other partner, and then that guy was right, right there ready to about to kill Karnak and the girl. Although, we did see, I'm like, I actually wrote this note when I finally watched it. I'm like, Karnak, now your powers work? <laughs> right, and not, well, and not only that, I not think being, he built his confidence up is what I figured. But not, if, but of course, not completely working because of the whole, you know, he he did smash down that bullet, but oh, shrapnel! Whoops. Okay. <laughs> so yes, we see his power actually working, but then the whole thing where it's not completely working, or he's not using every aspect of it. Yeah, he's getting there though. I he's feel getting like. there. Although he did have that kind of sweet moment at the near the beginning. It's like, normally I would leave in the morning or yada, yada, yada. It's like... Because he's got royal blood and they're snippety. Yeah. <laughs> Gorgon actually tracks him down. Oh, does he? Yes. He, oh, yeah. See, this is what happens when you don't finish the episode. Well, it's just, or maybe I did see that. I don't know. I was yeah. just like... <laughs> yeah, Gorgon actually is on the trail trying to find Karnak and actually eventually finds a spot where he'd fallen. Keeps oh wait, I saw that. I did see that. And you see the little and you see the little flashbacks where you see that they're actually you know On the moon. <laughs> yeah, on the moon. It's like, hey, look at what I found out there. It's like 
that's gonna, there's going to be something that's going to be coming by in about 22 minutes. You might want to go put that back and cover up your hoof prints. So you're definitely seeing it's kind of like this is kind of like a Riddler Solomon Grundy kind of thing. Karnak's the brain, Gorgon's the brawn. <laughs> so that was kind of cute to see that actually Karnak actually used his brawn a little bit. I would call it, you know, breaking the breaking the bullet and actually, you know, going up against the guys with that staff. And then Gorgon actually using his head. Be like, he could just charge in. It's like, no, I'm going to wait here for a second, find an opening, and then go at him. Right. Yes. And then, okay. So, that you know, that was nice to see. But then, you know, Jen goes off and that's okay <laughs> crystal and lockjaw that's my dude i want to get I, I found a lockjaw pop that i really want it was so cute did you see the lockjaw plush no there's like a funko pop eight inch plush or something like that but yeah that <gasps> so the two of them actually teleport start teleporting around the island with the guy and he's all amazed about oh my god look at this and <laughs> so I think you know that there, and of course there's a little bond joining up there with between Crystal and this common guy. So I think in parts they're starting to learn a little more about being you know it's not all about being high and mighty as as on a, you know as opposed to what you were saying about the whole thing with Black Bolt and Medusa being back at the very end. You do see that one, and apparently we were wrong. It wasn't Orin that was actually thrown in the trunk. It was somebody named Locus. Yeah, because you see uh, Orin at the lab. In the lab, dead. But then apparently she's got some kind of, even after death or just hibernative ability, enhanced regeneration. So we yeah, know where... <laughs> yeah, seriously, so we can see what she's doing. I'm like, oh, crap. I'm like, that. well, that explains why she got past the whole getting stabbed in the gut bit. Yeah, because she came back. So she came back, had Mortis with her. I mean, by the end of the episode, we see that the whole family's back. Gorgon, Karnak meet back up with Louise and Black Bolt and Medusa. Locust did die, but it's like she does talk the two of them and say, you know, your parents were wanting to get rid of the caste system. And you just don't forget about us. Don't forget about everybody. Right. And then Maximus is still having his issues up on the moon still with... He's like, I'm up here being human. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Although I did like that little scene, like you were saying. They talk to Maximus and Medusa says, when we get back up there, your brother has a few words for you. Yeah, that's going to be bad. Yeah, that's going to be really bad for somebody. (laughs) So that, yeah, that was episode five. And it had some redeeming qualities, it was alright. Maybe I'll go back and finish it. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but the next episode. The gentleman's name is Gorgon. Gorgon and Karnak take on Orin and her inhuman army with disastrous results. That's it. It's the only description for the episode. I don't know how that's good. I, I'll, I'm going to watch it. We'll have to see what happens. Yep. Now, the funny thing is, I'm just going to actually throw this one out there. I mean, I'm still in it because as far as I know, we've got... Episode six, which is going to be this next one, and then two others, and that's it. No, that's I'm going to have it. to finish it. It's like an eight-episode eight. series. We don't know if they're going to make another one, so I'm exactly. going to have to at least finish it. Yeah, it's an eight-episode run. Sit through it, watch it, go from it. Of course, I did see somebody happen to throw out there and say, oh, this was the Inhumans' worst ratings all season. See? Yes, <laughs> uh, yes that's true, possibly. I mean, I heard it was the lowest. Looking at the ratings, 0.9 for the first two episodes, 0.7, 0.8, 0.9, 0.9, 0.9, 0.9, 0.9, 0.9, 0.9, 0.9, 0.9, 0.9, 0.9, 0.9
and then 0.6. So even if it hit a 0.5 share, I'm just going to put it this way. Last week's episode of Supergirl and episode one of Supergirl, a 0.5 share. No. So technically, unless for some reason Inhumans had a 0.4 share, more people are watching as many or more people are watching Inhumans than Supergirl. I'm just throwing that one out there. Yeah, a lot of people are complaining about Supergirl. Yeah, so watch watch the word, you know, watch the articles that you pick up on because quite frankly, somebody's people are trying to put clickbait out there. We're well, trying no, to stay I mean, impartial. A lot of here. people I've I've read that a lot of people decided they actually like, but mm-hmm. this episode is the one people are complaining about. Yeah, and, it, and that's going to happen sometimes. So, mm-hmm. you know, not not every episode is going to be gold. I know, same with Walking Dead, any other show. But I mean, that that was a decent, it was a decent week of shows. It wasn't solid, but it was decent. I mean, we had Supergirl really gave us nothing. Gifted got us some good stuff. Gifted and Gotham killed it. G- Gifted and Gotham killed it. Legends gave us a little bit something more. <laughs> I, I think we got some goodness. So hopefully, hopefully this coming week's worth of shows, we will have some excessive goodness on top of that. Oh no, the Flash looks promising next week too. So Flash does look promising. I will give you that, especially just because it's a little comedic too. So, mm-hmm. but on that note, Crystal, you got anything else for our lovely fans? Stay lovely. <laughs> Stay lovely. I'm going to throw out some things here. One, Casey, Geeks Worldwide, thank you for helping put us the sh- put the show up for us with your network. We love all you guys. Two, Crystal, you are my buddy, you're my friend, you're my pal, you're my co-host. I appreciate you because, honestly, I can't do this by myself. I mean, me talking for 45 minutes could be fine, but I get boring. Plus, I don't get some of the passion <laughs> like you do. I don't. You don't get what? I don't have sometimes the same passion for something as you do. I don't fanboy so much as you fangirl, so... I didn't fangirl as hard this week because I'm just like, maybe it's just because it's a rainy, gloomy day today. <laughs> Could be. But that's and fine. The I mean, episodes weren't as hardcore this week. So you still, you still do it for, you do it for us. And I thank you. Uh, don't thank me. It's fun. Mike Schmidt over at Speed Force Music doing our theme song. Thank you, man. Greatly appreciate that. Anybody that I've started working with this year, this has been a year, transformative year for me. And yes, I know I'm getting a little sappy here, but you know what? I'm feeling like it's almost Thanksgiving and I'm putting out a few little just words of happiness. So, and it's just a matter of, I want people to know that whether you listen to us one time or every time, we're doing this because we like what we're doing. But we want to actually, we want, we, we like it because we know that people want to hear things and we want to hear from you. I really do. So I am DA underscore Inglorious, just like the movie Inglorious Bastards on Twitter. You can hit me up there. Crystal, you can hit up at Jaeger Crystal. You can find us through Watching the Multiverses Twitter page of Watch Multiverse. Please find us, comment on us. If you need to, comment, you know, message to Geeks Worldwide. They can pass the information on to us. We just want to hear more from you. And I appreciate you guys for everything that you want us to do, for everything we're, we're doing for you. And it's it's something we want to do. On that note, this is Chris. This is Crystal. And we're tuning out for this week. We'll catch you later. Bye.